0: It's Freestyle Friday, where we come together to talk unscripted about various topics to include substance use, mental health, overall wellness, and even our personal lives. Get ready to join us for the banter, the laughs, and sometimes even some tears as we roll into the weekend freestyle. Here we go. Welcome to The Recovery Mile, a podcast where we discuss all things substance use and mental health from a professional, practical, and personal perspective. My name is Tommy Morris, Director of Business Development at 12 Oaks Recovery. So with me today, I have a special guest. I have Kim Warren in here, and she's going to be sharing her story, her recovery story with us today.
1: Okay, so just keep in mind that I'm, I'm naturally weird and crazy, but... I expect that's that. all you're gonna i mean well that's part of the joy of interviewing to know <laughs> to know me is to love me right yeah. yeah yeah
0: it's part of the joy of it so how's your week been so far now that we're on hump day
1: so it's interesting that we're doing this this week because my anxiety's actually been very bad this week
0: so I saw your Facebook
1: post. Yeah. So yeah. today would be my mother's 70th birthday and she died almost three and a half years ago Yeah. at 66. My dad died at 56. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. That's why I try to live every day to the fullest. <laughs> Who you the have heck to? Knows? Yeah, you have yeah. to. You know, you don't know, but... For some reason, I tend to have a harder time at birthdays than yeah. I do, like, the death dates. You know, the death dates. Mm. I think when, when everybody, and I've had very close, so my dad died in 2007. Then my cousin, who we called each other sisters because we were raised together, wow. actually died um, in 2016. And what happened was she got brain cancer. Now, this girl was as healthy as you could be. Mm. Her mother, my mother, sisters. Both our mothers got breast cancer for the first time, late 30s, 40s. Wow. Both mothers got it a second time. So she and I would be like, well, when we get it... I mean, honestly, that's how... So you that's, just expect it. Yeah. Like, well, when when we get it, you know, we'll do this. So at 40, she finds out she has brain cancer. Wow. And honestly, my was like, you're supposed to have breast cancer. Like, <laughs> not brain cancer, what? Yeah. But that was this time of year. And then... Two months after that, my mother got diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer to the brain. So at the same wow. time, they both had brain cancer.
0: No kidding.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was all this time of year. So um, Amy died in 2016. My mom died in 2017. Whew. So I do tend to struggle. but it, My yeah. anxiety heightens this time of year. So yeah. it's kind of interesting. We're doing this and talking about this now because I'm living in it right now.
0: Yeah, so... So, question with that with with your anxiety peaking this time of year does it does it peak based on the grief from the loss at this time of year or is your anxiety about your own personal self?
1: No, it. I don't tend to get anxiety over myself. Okay. So something going on with me. I'm okay. Like I'm I'm cool. I, I deal with it
0: so it's not like those thoughts before of like when is it going to happen no because even funny. when
1: that have even that thought it's a half joke we uh, don't know right they did make me because i w- was kind of the safe person to do it go through genetic testing oh wow all came back negative no kidding mm-hmm. which they were floored
0: so they're saying that you do not you do not have the genes that would lead to the cancer
1: yeah at least now what they tested for Wow. Which they tested for a lot. So wh- part of the thought process is there's a lot of clusters of cancer in upstate New York.
0: No kidding. hmm
1: So very weirdly mm-hmm. would it be...
0: That's what i your Yeah.
1: Very weirdly would it be that it's all environmental, but so far hmm. that's partly... That's part what they think. Now they have said to me, oh, we can test for more. We can test for more as the years have gone on. Yeah. But my thought now is like, no, why? Right. You know, because I get tested you know i get checked often my daughter i started at 30 my daughter will start at 30 what's different if we did if we kept getting tested what's different well nothing so at this point I, i feel better not doing it yeah,
0: the constant testing can just create that more, creates anxiety more anxiety and fear of the oh no what right. if and what, then you're sitting right. there waiting for the results and it's ah
1: because then it feels if you come back positive then it feels like it's going to happen mm. and i feel like that just right. knowing it's going to happen and and now that amy ended up with breast cancer i mean brain cancer over breast cancer there's no guarantee it's breast cancer mm. that's going to happen Right. So if you test positive for some gene, you don't know what's going to come at. So, right. you know, so at this point I feel like, no, I think I'm better off.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a, a fear lingering over you. Right. That, I mean, honestly, you don't know if it'll happen. If it does, you don't know how it'll happen. You don't know when. I mean, you could be 80.
1: Right, exactly. You know, no, and right, I can you're be are gonna my... let it
0: impact the, your life for the next 20, 30
1: years? Right, <laughs> and live with that anxiety of an already anxious right. person.
0: <laughs> right, yeah.
1: It makes no sense.
0: No, when you already have a baseline, you don't need to add to it. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right.
1: So yeah, so this is this is my this is my type of, my time of year. Yeah, <laughs> the anxiety All time right.
0: of year. You doing okay today?
1: I am. Yeah. The only thing you'll notice with me, so I'm a I'm a New Yorker, so I'm a hand talker, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but you will see more of it yeah, you'll see more, more. Ta- hand talking more movement maybe my legs up and down yeah. up and down i do take medication i am absolutely open very open yeah. about it. i'm very open about my mental health period because yeah. that's the only way i'm going to be able to help people that's why i went into counseling you know part of it so i'm very open about it so if you do see me acting a little different yeah. yeah then i'm open ask me yeah. you know i'm i'm very happy to talk about it. That. that's cool
0: i'm glad that you're open you know so when we first launched this we were you know discussing the whole recovery word and what how to use it and whether we should use it and do, do people kind of associate it with substance use and not necessarily with other things but really recovery does apply to mental health physical sicknesses you know we go into recovery after surgery and things like that and so it's it's cool to have you on because you're our first i think story that's not substance or, or addiction related Mm -hmm. right first recovery story uh, because our first one was directly the second one had a loved one who went through it and it was kind of their story so i'm glad that you're coming on to share your story
1: no i'm happy too and like and i do think that's a little bit of how people think because even my daughter said isn't that the recovery mile? I, and I said the same thing. I said, yes, but we were always looking to recover, Yeah, you know, no matter what it is going on with us. You know, and there is that little bit of stigma, I think of like, well, that's just for substance abuse. Right. You know, even yeah. in, in my job working, so I, I do the utilization management, the insurance lady, yeah. as I'm <laughs> called often. And when I'm talking and doing a review, we'll talk about recovery. And even sometimes those reviews, will say, well, I thought this was mental health. Yeah, it is mental health. Right. You know that's okay yeah. that they're, that that we're looking at what that what is it going to look like when when they're done when they yeah. are on a good management a med management they got coping skills what is that going to look like yeah. that's starting to recover right
0: it is yeah and I and I like that because I think I mean I associated it more with substance I mean mm-hmm. that's the world I come from right I've, right I was addicted to pills and got into work here before we started doing primary mental health so my whole <laughs> world was substance and I never associated the word with Recovery with, even though, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, medical. Yeah, you do medical recovery, mm. but from the mental health side, I didn't. But then talking to more people who come from other areas, the Midwest or out West or up North, the, the term was more, seemed more synonymous with all of it, right? With mental health and addict, like the overall person, whatever right. you're battling. And I was like, okay, that's cool. So now, yeah, I want to kind of break, use this as a means to break through that and get people to see it, you know, more in that light, I think.
1: Right. So, and, you know, I'm very lucky. That was how high my anxiety can be that I di- didn't have I did not turn to pills or alcohol. Yeah, I've actually been prescribed xanax since I was 19. No kidding. never never abused it in my life. Uh, the, you know if they write me a script, they write me a 30 day script, it lasts me a year at least. Wow. yeah. yeah so but for me that it doesn't been, mean I been you know two weeks <laughs> I, pro- I was married to an alcoholic. Yeah. So alcohol was never what I turned to. As a matter of fact, when I'm struggling, I don't even think about. It. Like that's yeah. never my go-to. I probably have less. But I smoke. <laughs> that is my that You have that.
0: You have a vice. I do. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you know, in my brain's convinced that it calms me down. And it does yeah. for the 7 minutes. Yeah. It you know, evidence says it heightens your anxiety. But because you have 7 minutes of feeling calmer mm. It's been impossible to quit Like I, I quit yeah. Something happens I go right back to it
0: You're addicted to those seven minutes of Yeah, calm. I'm addicted
1: Exactly, that's you're right like,
0: You're like in a day I can get at least an hour
1: Exactly I got an hour of deep breathing <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a different kind of deep breathing than I'm used to <laughs> So we all have I've, Most of us have something Oh yeah Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Some level. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We're dropping new episodes every Monday as well as bonus episodes throughout the month, so be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Also, make sure to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends. You can also find us on recoverymilepodcast.com. There you can see all the platforms that we're on, as well as stream the latest episode. You can also connect with us on social media by going to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter and searching The Recovery Mile. The Recovery Mile podcast is brought to you by 12 Oaks Recovery. If you or someone you know is in need of help for substance use or mental health, please reach out to 12 Oaks Recovery at 1-800-622-1255.